Hey guys, another fire episode, another fire piece of content for you out there today. Happy Monday. Get ready to get pissed. Nah, I'm just kidding. Maybe a little. Uh, Of course, what's on the agenda today? Nothing but the culture wars. Where I'm going to talk about um, uh, the Patreon. What's going on with Patreon? They could go out of business. Do I care? Yes or no? You'll find out. Then I'm going to talk about Bill Maher coming out against the radical left. I comment a little bit on what uh, Tim Pool was saying, and I disagree with his take. Should we praise Bill Maher for what he said, what he did? I don't know. Anyway, you can like and subscribe on YouTube, Taylor Stutch, Instagram, Facebook, Taylor Radio. Uh, you should definitely go to my website, tstutch.com, and buy my, my, buy my shirt, my Joe Sloppy Joe Biden shirt. It's really funny. It's an anti-Biden piece. Enjoy the episode. Let's talk a little bit about Patreon. So what's happening right now or what could potentially happen with Patreon is a very interesting situation. I remember back in 20, I think it was around 2016, 2017, uh, Lauren Southern got kicked off of Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a website where people can send you monthly recurring donations for usually their specialized content in return for them paying you money uh, for their subscription. And you can call it a donation, you could call it a subscription service, it depends. Some people are on Patreon and they don't provide any extra content to the people who pay. But that Patreon money is allows them to pursue their work. So it's kind of like people are just funding that person. Some people put specialized episodes, specialized content on Patreon in return for the people that subscribe or donate. Um, and so it's kind of looked at as a subscriber platform or a donation platform. It could be used in many different ways. Anyway, uh, back starting in around 2016, 2017... Patreon started getting rid of uh, conservative or non-leftist thought, non-leftist thinking and speaking. And they started getting rid of people like Lauren Southern, Sarkin of Akkad. Now, this is starting, you know, right now this is kind of big. And it's big because Patreon looks like it appears it's possible they could go out of business, they might have to shut down, because of legal actions brought against them by individual subscribers to the people they've kicked off the platform. So uh, they kicked off Sargon of Akkad, Owen Benjamin, Lawrence Southern, and others. And I, you know, I'm not an expert in the legal side of it, but essentially the, the way that the terms of service for Patreon was originally set up and the law in California makes it so that Patreon has to pay for the legal fees and legal arbitration up front before they can try to get any of the legal fees and money back after lawsuits are filed. So it appears that Patreon is going to have to pay out millions, tens of millions, possibly hundreds of millions of dollars, and they might not survive. They might not survive from the legal battles. And I say... Unfortunately, good riddance. Good riddance. Now, some people 
it's it's very interesting. We're in an inter- interesting spot right now because, and I find myself um, in the past, I find myself more on the fence of I don't want to see everything burn, right? I, I don't want to see as somebody who's more, when I say conservative, I don't mean politically conservative. I mean just in general, culturally conservative. Uh, but at the, I mean, at the same time, I, I can be quite progressive in some ways. Uh, but at the same time, I do want to see some things preserved that allow freedom of expression and freedom, freedom of thought, that kind of stuff. Like I want to see the Constitution preserved so that that way people can get out there and say all the crazy shit they want to say. Right? That's kind of my idea of conservatism to a degree. Now, uh, and in, in order to – the prop, the thing is though, you have to work backwards, right? If you want to preserve the Constitution, you have to work backwards from there. If you want to preserve a particular kind of culture in the United States, which is one that fosters uh, debate, uh, one that fosters free market, enterprise, experimenting, uh, things like that. If you want to foster American exceptionalism things and some of the things that have really made – uh, have really, I want to say made, but have helped propel America into the position we are today. If you want to preserve those things, you got to start where your end goal is. You got to work backwards, right? So I want, I want American citizens to be able to defend themselves with arms, right? With, uh, with bear arms, with big grizzly bear arms. You know, obviously I'm talking about, you know, guns, weapons, I want people to be able to say politically unpopular speech. I want people to have the right, uh, the pr- protections against unlawful search and seizure. I want all kinds of protections granted by the Constitution. But in order for that to happen, we have to maintain a culture that respects the Constitution. Because as we can see what's happening now in the United States, if enough people forget the importance of the Constitution or the reason for the rule of law and the things that we have, what happens is if people don't care, they elect people that will abolish that system over time. That's where we're coming into now. We're kind of at a strange point where we have to hold strong in order to maintain some form of our constitutional government. Now, um, to come back to what I'm saying is, as somebody who is who – is, that's the arena I'm in. And traditionally speaking, when people are talking about you know companies doing their things, um, I would say, look, I don't want to uh, go after a particular company or see everybody go down in flames or have the culture war take everyone out. The problem is – you can only take so much intolerance, right? I think there's an idea that you can that um, you know the radical left loves to talk about intolerance, right? Or not? They don't talk about intolerance, but that's the kind of ideas they use. It you have to tolerate all forms and cultures, right? And they don't think about the uh, possible contradictions within that line of thinking. It's like as as I've said before, racism isn't the ultimate. And isn't the ultimate evil kind of like tolerance or intolerance isn't the ult- is not an ultimate way of behaving or looking at the world either but you have to be able 
to protect yourself and to protect the culture and protect the society. Now, Patreon is a platform that has actively sided with the radical leftists by getting rid of dissenting opinions and voices because of the left-wing mob. They have decided to throw in their weight behind the radical leftists. Here's the problem. The radical leftists want a race war. Radical leftists want black people and white people to fight against each other in the streets. Radical leftists want to overthrow the Constitution of the United States. Radical leftists want to abolish the police so that way they can create their own, and I'm, I'm with Tim Pool on this one, so they can create their own uh, neighborhood policing based off of Black Lives Matter, left-wing Marxist mob rule ideas. A lot of this is about Marxism um, blended with cultural Marxism than it is about any kind of justice or reform. This isn't about, I've, I've said this before, this isn't about justice. This is about revolution. This is about revenge. This is about anger, frustration. This has nothing to do with justice. And Patreon came down on the side of anti-society. And so, as far as I'm concerned, if they can be legally burned, like they have burned other people that are trying to maintain order, I say let them burn. Let them go down. In fact, I encourage them to go down. Now, it's unfortunate because I know that there's a lot of innocent people they're going to get taken down with this. And, you know, I'm not doing anything against them. But, like I've said before, good riddance. I hope that anyone who's dependent on Patreon, who is a, who just like is an artist, podcaster, you know, not a radical left-wing nutball, really can figure out a way to diversify their income stream. There's other platforms out there, I think like Subscribestar and I think one or two others that they can get on. But they need to start now. And like I said, we are in a culture war where I've said this in previous episodes. Remember this. Liberals, traditional liberals, Democrats, traditional Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, whatever, centrist, middle, independent. We're all playing a different game. That's why everybody's getting hit so hard by cancel culture. That's why everyone's getting hit so hard by uh, the sophistry that's coming from the left. Because everybody is confused because everyone's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everyone is used to playing chess, right? Everyone's like, look, we have this chess board. We know the rules. We know how to play the game. We know that if you move your knight and I can, I, you know, I can move my pawn here, and then that opens me up for my bishop here. But you can counterattack me there. There's, oh, you know, this is what we're used to playing. But the radical left is straight up. They're just taking pieces off the board. When you're not looking, they're moving your pace pieces around. They're just doing whatever they want, whatever they want. But they're waiting for the moment, so that way you give up, so they can just upend the chessboard. And start playing a new game. Because that's what they're trying to do. And that's the problem with the culture war situation. Is that I am totally fine 
with any left winger, any um, any left winger getting their comeuppance, getting canceled. I'm fine with it. In fact, I encourage it because it has to be done. It must be done. We are in a culture war. We're in a fight to maintain the country. The radical left doesn't want, even want the system that we have. See, traditional Democrats, they wanted the system that we had. They just wanted it the exact way. They just wanted to, to kind of morph and change and bend to their their very uh, soft, softy principles, right? That's what they. That's how they wanted it in, in my lifetime, right? It was oh, let the let all the immigrants come in. Oh, let all the immigrants come in. Oh, Russia's not really a threat. China's not really a problem. That was Democrats. And also there were Republicans, I'm sure, like that too. But in general, they weren't like, oh, we have to burn down the whole system, done with the Constitution. No more freedom of speech, no more police. Just start uh, having roves of left-wing bandits extort money from you and come to your house in the middle of the night. No. So this is the battle we're in for now. So as far as I'm concerned, if Nick Cannon gets canceled because he gets up in front of a bunch of people and says that white people are savages and beasts, I say, good, kick him off. Get rid of him. I'm tired of the double standard. If we're in a fight, we better stop. We better start acting like we are in a fucking fight. We better start acting like it. So that's why I say I support left-wing cancel shit, canceling the left-wing, because guess what, guys? The genie is out of the bottle, guys. It's out of the bottle. People that are not far left enough will be canceled. That's just the bottom line. As soon as the radical left can go after Ben Shapiro, they will. The only reason they haven't been able to go after like Ben Shapiro or Rogan is because they have enough money behind them to protect themselves. Now, Joe Rogan's independent, and I think Ben Shapiro has uh, people that fund his, his uh, what he does. He's also, I think, pretty independently wealthy, but these people are trying to take down anybody who doesn't go with their agenda, so I say take them down. I say kick George Soros off Twitter. I say kick all the radical lefties off Twitter. Get rid of all of them. Get rid of all the radical left... Black Lives Matter, Antifa accounts, kick them all off. I would rather Twitter have no right or left opinions than only radical lefties. That's my opinion. If you disagree, you're fine to do that. But you're not thinking this through. The radical left is playing to win. They want to destroy you. They want to hurt your family. They want to hurt your friends. They want you to not be able to survive. They want you to submit to their new rules. So Patreon played that game. Patreon said, we're going to start cutting off conservative voices so that way we can allow the influence of the radical left to destroy the country. I say, no, 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 no. No, I say, let them go. Let them burn. It's unfortunate for everybody that's going to get caught in the middle. I hope they can find a new way to survive. But we can't live like this. 
We can't live in a world where conservatives get their asses kicked all the time and we just, every time the liberals start to get attacked or the left wing get attacked, we go, no, 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 but that's not free market conservative principles. No, dude. This is a war that we're in. This is an information war. This is a culture war. This isn't, like, if the left wingers get their way, they will put all dissenters in a gulag. If the left-wingers get their way, they will come through your neighborhood and just burn it down because there's not enough people of color in it. And even if there are even if there are enough people of color in it, they'll still burn it down. Because maybe not enough people voted for Sleepy Joe Hyden Biden. Sloppy Joe Biden. That's the world we're in today. So get your shit straight, guys. Get your shit straight. We're not playing with people that want to play the game. Patreon started playing the same game as the left. They said, you know what? We're just going to start stealing the other people's chess pieces. We're going to overthrow the board. We're going to just throw the board across the room. It's over. It's done. I say, fuck that noise. Something else I thought was uh, fascinating was I was listening to a Tim Pool episode and he was talking about Bill Maher calling out the uh, the radical left and Barry Weiss and all that and it made me laugh made me laugh and I agree with a lot Tim Pool has I think I think I might have said this last year he has his pulse on the culture war pretty solid he's pretty good he's a couple steps ahead of a lot of other pundits and commentators when it comes to uh, the idea of escalation of things. He's very good at understanding and talking about the uh, left-wing tactics and how they are escalating and the direction that they'll go. Right? He's not, you know, he's he's not predicting things years out into the future. He's pretty much just saying, "Look, this is what's happening. Logically, there's a few things that will happen next if the escalation continues." Now, I disagree with what he said about Bill Maher. He was kind of he was praising Bill Maher a little bit about how Bill Maher has been coming out against the left wingers lately. And I can't it's I can't I have no sympathy for Bill Maher and I have no praise for Bill Maher. None. None. Bill Maher has Trump derangement syndrome and Bill Maher has been I don't know if it's his news or what, but one of the big problems with Bill Maher is he has supported this left-wing bullshit up until it came for him. Same with Barry Weiss. The A lot of these Democrats and these elite liberals, they were okay with some of the crazy shit going on in universities they were okay with the crazy shit going on in the streets or on Twitter or on this and that because it wasn't coming for them. It was aimed at people on the right. It was aimed at Republicans. It was aimed at conservatives. It was aimed at Trump. It was aimed at Trump supporters. This is why one reason why I get so I get very irritated with uh, people that have like large audiences that um, only focus on, you know, when they go after Trump supporters. Like uh, last week, I talked about H3H3. 
I love the podcasts, but too often, <clears throat> one of my main, a big criticism I have is, and it's the same thing, like your mom's house was doing it too. They'll make fun of like Trump supporters, like, oh, they're idiots, or they'll talk about how, you know, Biden this, or Bi- you know, maybe we need a Biden or something. And then, you know, they'll make fun of Trump supporters for kind of being like apes or morons. And it's like, guys, the people that are, a lot of the people that support Trump don't want to kick you off of YouTube. Most of the people that are going to go out and vote for Trump don't give a shit about what you say. They don't care. But if a, if a liberal, if a left winger, if a trans activist BLM weird motherfucking identifying as a fucking bat on the wall trash can type, here's one thing you say out of context that they don't like. They want your job. They want your life over. And the problem is the Democrats have been way, and when I say Democrats, I don't mean politically like in the in the House or Senate. I mean people that are kind of like on the left-wing side of the spectrum. People, like I said, like a Bill Maher or a Barry Weiss, and there's just so many others, kind of like the liberal elitist types that would go on CNN and stuff, whatever. These people would make fun of, you know, Republicans and, oh, we, you know, about... Oh, it's about open borders. You know, uh, the open borders situation has been a really big problem. And now Republicans have been a a big part of that. But the open borders thing is a really big issue. People going after, um, oh yeah, attacking Christians and religion all the time. You know, I went through a phase when I was younger where I was kind of like anti-religion, whatever. But I was, I'm, I was more thoughtful than that, so I never totally went down that 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 direction, right? Now that I'm older, and I'm not that old, but I I, I like the um, I don't remember who said it. I don't know if I heard it on Dennis Prager or whoever that basically said, uh, look. You don't need to individually, if you're a certain way, if you're somebody who thinks you're enlightened and you can't get behind the ideas of Christianity, that's fine. But society needs Christianity. Society needs the ethics of, of you know, the Judeo-Christian values. I believe that. I really do believe that. I'm not a very religious person. But I do believe that the an underlying Christian or Judeo-Christian ethic is the only thing that will work in our country at this moment. And the you know, you got people like Bill Maher that have been attacking religion for years. You know, Bill Maher attacking all these white hillbillies, all these white truckers. I watched his documentary documentary Religious. I thought it was entertaining. I was, you know, 21 years old. Thought it was interesting. But it's like All those attacks, years and years and years of attacking white Christians, or not maybe just white, but just attacking Christians. Years and years and years. And you know what? And you know, he also attacked Islam, which I think is cool. I think that's fine. But, and I think it's fine if he attacks Christianity. But what I'm getting at is that these are, you know, he made fun of that all the time. All the time. Made fun of Republicans and Christians and, you know, 
you know, all these people. And those are the only people that would defend his ass in real life. The people that he attacks on a daily basis. And I guess here's what I would put forth. Hey, make fun of them. Sure, go ahead, cool. Do you need to make a documentary talking about how stupid they all are? You probably went overboard. Still, hey, I'll defend your right to make it. I thought it was entertaining at the time. Hey, that's all right. Fuck. You made some funny jokes. Cool. Do your thing. But maybe these Democrats, these liberals that were for Obama and change and Clintons and all this, maybe had they opened their fucking eyes and realized that a culture with stronger Christian values with stronger borders, with a little bit more conservatism would prevent the cancel culture we're seeing today. Think about when, you know, when I love when people try to talk about, there was uh, somebody, what's her name, uh, Melissa Chen. Uh, she was, uh, she's a writer for The Spectator. She was on Joe Rogan. She tried to make an equivalency. It was so funny. She tried to make an equivalency about, I think it was... Um, Maybe it was about certain curriculum in schools or I don't remember exactly what it was. She tried to make a, a uh, an equivalency between like Christians being concerned about public school curriculum versus the cancel culture. And it's so off base. So off base. And it's like, this is how we got here, guys. For so long, independents and liberals attacked, 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 attacked the base of the ethic of the country so that now that that the ethic of the country the ethics the idea that you should have the freedom to speak your mind those ideas are 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 nearly gone because the idea that you can dis, dis, you can respectfully disagree was under a fa- it was on a foundation of of christian values of having tolerance loving your neighbor Things like that. Now, I'm not saying the entirety of Christian history is peaceful. I'm not saying that. But a lot of the ethics in the Bible are what people have used over time to refine to get to the point where we are today. That's undeniable. So to say that because there's problems there, we got to get rid of it all, that's dangerous. Now, what I'm talking about with Bill Maher and Barry Weiss and all these guys is that they have laid the foundation over the recent years. These people have laid the foundation for the radical left. They laid the foundation by always being so anti-conservative, anti-Christian, anti, and also calling other people racist all the time. You know, like, what's her name? Barry Weiss is obsessed with anti-Semitism. Don't get me wrong, anti-Semitism is an issue. Like, and it, and it is in certain parts of the country. It's worse than others. But, like, I'm sorry. I, we're not about to... Nobody's about to round up the Jews. Now, what, now, could they in the future? Yeah, maybe. But right now, no. But everything Barry Weiss does, she talks about from, like, a... Everything is about her being Jewish and Jews being attacked. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. Drop the shtick. Anyway. I'm just rambling at this point. But it's, it's hard for me to have sympathy and to even be happy 
for Bill Maher coming out about the radical left. It is because this is his monster. His monster. Now, he didn't encourage it openly and actively, but the Trump derangement syndrome, the always being the Trump is working with Russia, the Trump collusion Russia hoax, I mean, these are things that the radical left has has used to turn regular people into radical left sympathizers and radicals because they think Trump's a real fascist. Trump has a... Half the time, Trump makes an executive order and the judicial branch blocks him and there's nothing he can do. Trump is complaining about not being able to build the wall. Trump complains about shit all the time because he can't get everything he wants done. What kind of fascist dictator does that? Dude, you want fascism? Go to China. Go to fucking China, man. I love a lot of aspects of China. But dude, you get disappeared, man. If you start talking shit about uh, Xi Jinping, the leader of China, dude, you're gone. You're gone. Do you think Xi Jinping gets on fucking Weibo and gets on Weixin, WeChat, or fucking Douyin, TikTok, and starts saying shit like, uh, oh, I'm so... These fucking anti-Xi people in the Communist Party need to go. They want me to... No, he doesn't complain on Twitter. He kills his enemies. That's what he does. You dumbasses, you dumb liberals, you dumb people that think Trump is a fascist. Wake up, dude. Real fascism is all over the place. It's called speaking up and getting killed for your opinion, which is what the radical left is trying to do. A woman got shot a few weeks ago and killed because she said all lives matter. That's fascism. That's where we're going. And the radical left has taken us there. So wake up, you dumb putos. You putos, you hear what I say? Listen to what I say. You can follow me on my website, tstouch.com. Follow me on YouTube as long as I'm there. I got a one of my videos taken down. Uh, Taylor Stutch. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Taylor Radio, Twitter, tstouch1. Thank you. Like and subscribe.